Okay, man. If two FBI agents had to disguise themselves as us, oh, what God. generic catchphrases could help add credence to their broad performance? They'd have to start with uh, brass tacks. Yeah. I'm, I'm Paul Salt, I'm Paul Goodman. We say that all the time. We say that almost every day. Yeah. If they were like, oh yeah, are you really Paul Salt and Paul Goodman? They'd just have to be <laughs> like, I'm Paul Salt. And, and then maybe, say, Marlon Wayans, I've always considered myself a Marlon Wayans, yeah. would, would go, I'm feeling queasy or you know something based on whatever film we've oh, just seen oh shit and also your general well-being yeah my my, my general sickliness <laughs> like a victorian boy who's been <laughs> shut away from the sunlight absolutely a victorian boy who's been fed of modern cake oh please sir oh that's rich all right with me <laughs> eat it it's got one of many allergens in it <laughs> so so yeah I, th- I think with that uh those two very very basic that was one really basic bit of advice with two prongs yeah on on top of that <laughs> what else do we always say not in my country not we say that almost every day and yeah. um one thing that i did find is i could have gotten through university not the university i was quite university was all right you were there um but i could have gotten yeah. through most of my secondary school with the phrases fair enough and good for you there were very few yeah. situations that didn't involve either of those. Yeah. And I think if you mastered the use of those two sent- two phrases, I think you could get by as poor. This poor. Every poor. It's, it's incredible how universal that is, though. I think that's, they're the two phrases you need nowadays. Oh, shit. Is it too universal? I, I believe in this fucking stupid thing. Fair enough. Are oh, you all right? You don't question me on my horrible <laughs> bigotries. Good for you. Oh, fuck you then. Yeah. And then we're See? back to zero. So you've Back to the start. Yeah, absolutely. Equilibrium. Equilibrium, you're going to have to be able to feign a tremendous amount of enthusiasm for equilibrium if you do stand a shot of becoming the Pauls. Bam, bam, As bam. I believe the Wayans are trying to do. Bam, bam, bam. That's another one. It's not just a podcast, it's Prada. I'm Paul frickin' Pissed. I'm what I do, baby. I Oh my god, how existential. How yeah. Batman. Um, <laughs> baby. That that script was greatly lacking in baby, I feel. <clears throat> Wait, who are you? I am what I do, baby. Baby. <laughs> 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 I'm sure George Clooney's Batman said it. <laughs> I can't wait for his crossover in the new Batman movie, Batman Way Home, <laughs> which features every Batman. It's going to be tight, yo. Uh, we Dog. are still on the hunt for so bad they're good movies yeah. uh, that haven't been popularized by Mystery Science Theater, The Nostalgia Critic, or Red Letter Media. Yeah. And for some fucking reason, I thought a comedy movie, famously difficult to translate into so bad it's good, would be the way to go. I'm bad at this. This is what you were doing, was it? Oh, okay. I, I heard rumors. This this movie appeared on Inside... Uh, I think it was Collider's list of So Bad They're Good Movies. Oh. And I forgot that thing that we have learned many times, that comedy movies do not usually become So Bad They're Good because of the earnestness involved. For, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pr- wasn't this film the film that we intended to do multiple times in the past and then went, no, let's not do this because it's going to be awful? <laughs> yes. And then also Richard Ayoade mentioned it in 8 Out of 10 Cats Does Countdown. In some context, and so I thought it was due for cult oh, movie. Oh, God. He- Nevertheless, white chicks. Don't. Trailer. Hey, 
FBI agents Marcus and Kevin Copeland have been assigned to protect the heiresses to a multi-billion dollar fortune. If the kidnapper strikes, we will be ready. All you gotta do is pick them up and drop them off. Now... You don't actually think we're gonna go to the Hamptons looking like this? ...to catch their kidnappers. One more screw up and me and you are through. You know them girls ain't gonna be there? Oh, they'll be there. They'll have to do the unthinkable. White chicks. You don't like the things that Richard Richard Ayoade likes. No one does. <laughs> he he uses a hand in the crystal maze so people don't touch him. <laughs> Look, nobody likes Persona really. <laughs> it's just a thing that Richard Ayoade does. He's the only person who genuinely enjoys it <laughs> because he's the one who finally channeled the spirit of Ingmar Bergman into his, into his life. He did call the Seventh Seal a laugh riot. He did, and I believed him and ruined Family Night. <laughs> speaking and speaking of ruining Family Night. Uh, this 2004 comedy was directed by Keenan Ivory Wayans. Yeah. Written by Keenan Ivory Wayans, Marlon Wayans, and Sean Wayans. But based on a story by Keenan Ivory Wayans, Marlon Wayans, and Sean Wayans. Produced by Keenan Ivory Wayans, Marlon mm. Wayans, and Sean Wayans. And starring Sean Wayans and Marlon Wayans. Keenan was busy. <laughs> Directing it. <laughs> Directing it. He also had several other things going on. He had a really good game of chess going. Yeah. And he, uh, he had to give a lot of his att- attention to that. So much so he couldn't afford the nine hours in prosthetics that this probably took to get it looking this good (laughs) to get it truly memorable (laughs) to get it truly haunting just right more frightening than most of the leather face masks that we've seen in our uh in our fraught year yeah and that's on that's on tom you know i'm I'm, tom it's definitely tom savini's fault (laughs) where are you why aren't you helping them with this they're clearly struggling stop being cruel when you're helping all of us (laughs) there are some other writing and producing credits on this film but it's even with them, it's kind of amazing how insular this little world is. You know, mm. it's just other Wayan movie projects that they've all worked on. It's yeah. Nobody gets out of the white chicks universe except for Terry Crews. Yeah, Terry Crews is Terry Crews. He's 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 a son, and yeah. uh, the Wayans of son. The the, the, the the son like in a, in a galaxy sense. Oh, I see. Yeah, a, <laughs> you meant he was he's a true son and a loving husband, <laughs> and that allowed him to um, escape the confines. I mean, he's somebody's son. Wayandom. He is somebody's yeah. son. But he's a son, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he's also a, he's also a son. Um, <laughs> son. So yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's why he's okay. Yeah, that's why he was able to slip slip slop his way out of there in his um, slippery muscles. So <laughs> critics reacted to this film like they were MC Hammer broke, just very angry. <laughs> yeah, not even that. Steve Rhodes, Rhodey, over uh, writing in two thousand and four, Rhodo, writing in two thousand and four for the definitely early noughties website internetreviews.com. Aww. GeoCities. <laughs> There's a little MIDI playing the Godfather theme. <laughs> but you can say a MIDI, a MIDI playing Fuck the Police. <laughs> so naughties. <laughs> oh, God. So anyway, as... Oh, yeah, here's his quote. Oh, yeah. As dead, as dead and tasteless as last week's leftovers. You need some better Tupperware, mate. Yeah. That's, what, that's the problem there. As rotten and rancid as the thing I bought yesterday. <laughs> Jesus, mate, you're right. As yesterday's salad. <laughs> as noisy and sparkful as a refrigerator. <laughs> as on fire as my kitchen. <laughs> That's what I thought Robert De Niro was in this. <laughs> oh, public, meanwhile, fucking guess. Uh, uh, ooh. Ambivalent yeah. at best. Oh yeah, absolutely. This definitely demanded a lukewarm response from the great public. <laughs> Jeff Vela or Vea, perhaps, over oh. on Google, a year ago said, "Doesn't matter how." So this is a this is the psychology of someone experiencing lockdown, very possibly. So 
We should all, okay, should all relax yeah, a bit. Let's feel our sympathies yeah. towards whatever his name was. <laughs> whatever his name was. Whatever his great name was. Uh, it doesn't matter how many times I watch this movie, it always puts a smile on my face. The characters of two black guys trying to characterize two white upper class women has endless amounts of hilarious moments throughout the movie. Oh, do you know what I really loved in this, Paul, was yeah. the uh, the characters of two black guys. <laughs> I love that those characters. They, <laughs> I can't believe they were credited that way. <laughs> couldn't get out of the sort of the racial hegem- hegemony of uh, of Hollywood is the cool irony there. Oh shit! What a rich commentary this film is. Uh, all right, three men. Um, there are lots of people in common with Little Man and the Predator. Weirdly. Okay. Yeah. Part Very of that odd. way in circle. <laughs> Of course, it makes so much sense now. Shane Black's Shane on, Black. on his, uh, yeah. his his dressing room, and the fucking label comes off his surname. <laughs> it's just it's just another Wayans. Oh God, it's another Wayans disguise. Oh it God, makes too much sense. I think explains the unconvincing hairline. <laughs> we have Fraser Aitchison, oh, um, who was oh Jesus, he was in The Predator as Bus MP Two. He was in Little Man as Muscular Inmate, Ooh. and he was in White Chicks as Stripper. I think he was one of the ones that uh, uh, they knocked yeah. out. Yes. Thinking they were kidnappers. Smart. Smart. We've got Holly Eglinton, uh-huh. uh, who in this was girl, and <laughs> Little Man was girl. Oh. And a cat woman played woman at party. Oh, she really came into her own. Yeah, you see. she uh, She's the one with tears oh. streaming down her cheeks at the epiphany of it all. <laughs> you see, she comes, she, a cat woman is like, what a perfect, I, wait. Who's that? And it cuts over to her, and that song plays a thousand whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, "Shit, she made it." <laughs> fuck. Uh, Jamie King, aka Goldie yeah. in Sin City, is now a three minute. Yeah. Uh, she was in Pearl Harbor playing Nurse Betty. Great. She was in The Spirit playing Lorelai, who was like the manifestation of death, who kept appearing to uh, oh, in yeah. dreams. And in this, plays Heather, one of the two evil sisters. Yes. The yes. <laughs> Oh, I get it. Uh, was it the one from Sweet Valley High with the short hair? Or I don't know. The other one. <laughs> okay, cool. Only you can answer that. Only you now by, um, are in that Venn diagram of people who remember Sweet Valley High and have seen white shit. <laughs> Actually, that might be a slightly larger intersection than I'm anticipating, but I ain't fucking in it. Remember is such a loose word for it. <laughs> but look, I'm very sorry to tell you this, but Mr. Terry Crews, yeah, he's a three man. Look. He was a Norbit. Yeah. He was in The Ridiculous Six, yeah. and he was in White Chicks. Look, when the problem is, shining star and everything we've we've seen him in. <laughs> yeah, always a lovable big guy with a big smile for you and some great dance moves. When you're the big fish in a pond that's on fire, it's <laughs> still an on fire pond. It is. It doesn't matter how big you get. No, you flex that. That lake's burning down to yeah. the ground. Oh, free to a man, free in a bush, free. I'm happier to tell you that Lachlan Monroe is a foreman with his weird, weird face. He was Aww. also in Freddy vs. Jason, which I'm not counting. Yes, he was. He was, but he was also in The Predator, Little Man, Deck the Halls, and White Chicks. Ooh. Yeah. Does he get a double credit this time for having someone in the movie who's almost identical to him? Yeah, fuck me. Who was uh, that guy? And, and, and not just in a, oh, I'm Paul Salt, I can't tell the difference between white men <laughs> anymore. Yeah. No, this one was genuine. Yeah, this was someone who <laughs> may may have been a brother from the same mother. IMD pictures nowadays, they look fairly different. But at the time, he was a proto Lachlan. So, um, he was definitely a, a, lo- a Lochlite. And uh, I didn't like it. 
so he should have been burned. Uh, Marlon Wayans is also a foreman. Well, you know, it's time. It is time, and it was bound to happen. He was a Norbit, Little Man, Dungeons and Dragons, and you know, white chicks. Yeah. Uh, Norbit, I don't remember. Oh, wait, was he the more handsome guy who was trying to seduce Eddie Murphy's um, girlfriend? God, all I remember from Norbit is Eddie Murphy dressed up as a Chinese man. <laughs> well, nothing like that here. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, the film has 15% on Rotten Tomatoes, 41% on Metacritic, 57 on IMDb, and 4.8 out of 5 on Google, because fuck me. <laughs> it also made nearly three times its budget. My people. It has apparently become a cult classic, according to three sequel teasing articles that are signed uh, that are cited on Wikipedia. I thought you were going to say that, that was signed, and then I was just curious to see who that was going to be. <laughs> signed personally by Terry Crews. He's signing websites now. He writes it onto his screen and somehow you can see it. He's got one of them special keyboards, one of those famous people keyboards. (laughs) Shit, that they only gave to Terry Crews and unfortunately to Zack Snyder. So there's a lot of bad... That's why the internet isn't good. To T. Crews and to Terry C. And uh, that's that's a scam that he got on over us. And, you know, that's on us. Uh, the The joke is very definitely on us. So, Paul, you back fat Betty. Didn't write anything for this. Ah, I'm a white girl, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Put it on my credit card. Eh. Take that, society. <laughs> oh, shit, what a satire. <laughs> Fucking move on, guy who wrote the Congress. I don't know. <laughs> What's one thing about white chicks that made you want to pop out and say only in America? All oh, the young women are going to love that reference. Uh, what? Don King. <laughs> He's so hot right now. Oh, God. Speaking of hot, Paul, loud. This film's very loud immediately. The Wayans. <laughs> they love it. They love their noise, and comedy is noise, Paul. That's what their tattoos say. And I have been waiting for this podcast to become as old as I feel. <laughs> Too noisy! Yeah. Damn kids! The Wayans, right, they they got a stick. They got a shtick. And, oh, uh, no. Oh, they're going to some... hit you with it in the balls. You know what? Based on the performances, the, the moments of the film where they are themselves, it seems like their shtick is getting pushed up against windows and making dumb faces. It's amazing, therefore, that they have invented a format that will ensure <sighs> that they are unable to do that for the majority of the runtime. Yeah. <laughs> They're their own worst enemy. It's much. Uh, it's <laughs> parallels to my life. But... You're gonna have to drive, uh, drive this with your performance. Yeah, it's fine. We can do that. <laughs> Let's meet our main characters. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Tell him the ice cream man is here. Manada! They are immediately impersonating Mex Latino men. It's it's that they they got around how dodgy this is by making me not sure who they were going for. <laughs> ah, the uh, Tim Curry um effect. <laughs> Smart, smart boys. <laughs> yes, they, they eventually get maracas out. So yeah, that's... you have to assume they're being like Latin American people. But oh, twist pull, uh-uh. it's not really weird enough because it's the characters who are playing them, not the actors who are playing well, how them. How far does that go? <laughs> there is a layer of separation there, Paul, that makes everything okay. Don't think about it at all. <laughs> um, they, are, they are... Because these ice cream men come yeah. in to sell ice cream by yes. the vatful, which happens. Yep, and, threatening um, Eastern European ice cream men. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I know I love them. Which, you want flake? It's society's fault, really. Because uh, Yes, really sir. Is. Yes, whatever. whatever. <laughs> because it's it's an FBI bust. Yeah, they're not the real ice cream salesmen. They fuck it up. 
Yeah. So, yeah. Well, no, no, they're, they're the realized cream sales pe- people. Oh, that's but, right. They're not the real not drug the dealers man. posing as ice cream salesmen. So they're not yeah. the right, wrong ice cream salesmen. Yeah, exactly. Um, glad we're all up to speed on this. And then The Wire Fantastic. comes in and says... Oh, uh, yeah. And is like, God damn it. Slash uh, Barney from Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Mr. Faison yeah. himself. See, if you want to operate outside the channels, you know, do the whole renegade cop thing, you might want to make sure that you get... The right guy. Yep, he comes yeah. all up in that shit, and he tells them to go fuck off so they can yeah. be Why good FBI men. Even hire you? This makes no sense. Where are you? <laughs> do I? I've never met you before. I can't believe I proved the Latino costumes. <laughs> Get out! Get out now! And he starts crying. Get out! <laughs> I'm giving all of your responsibilities Why? to Lachlan Monroe. <laughs> no, sir. Please. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Get out. <laughs> so, yeah, one of them. Uh, it's um. Shit, who's married? Is it Sean or um? Um, it's Marlon Wayans. Is it is, is Marlon? Yeah, he's he goes home to his cartoon wife. Yeah. I called the bar. They said you left at seven forty-five. I checked MapQuest, Marcus. It only takes six minutes to get there from here. So if you've got somebody on the side, Marcus, you need to tell me. And uh, he falls asleep whilst talking to her. Oh yeah. man. Oh gosh, what? what they're like. This guy's got a big lesson to learn about treating women with respect because she's definitely being portrayed as being reasonable right now. <laughs> For sure. Uh, they, he, he's in he, the wrong. He gets his cake in two hands and he eats, shoves it all in his face, and then tells everybody he's still got it. And, and he pulls it out and has it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess he. Won. It's disgusting. His wife's crying. Please put that away. Stop. Stop playing with your gastric juices. You make me. He says. And then we're on to the next scene where they're, they're like, it's a briefing. Oh. It's, a, it's a briefing. It's time Premise. to escort two two spoiled women to somewhere yep. for for two reasons. Rich the FBI. white women. Yeah. Um, because there are kidnappers who are going to try and kidnap them because kidnappers like to kidnap people they are expected to kidnap. Yes, and uh, the FBI is very proactive on these things. Um, they, yes. <laughs> they, they, they definitely, definitely, definitely act on suspicion, which they do. So who knows what, what I was getting at So there. they are now responsible for escorting the Paris Hilton of farms. Yeah. I just have the Vanderbilt sister's private jet crashes on the way there. Oh my God, Brittany. You were thinking it. I know, but you said I it. Know, I know, I know. And you know, Heather totally hates you because you slept with her boyfriend. Oh my God. <sighs> so what? I sleep with everyone's boyfriend. So they cut to them doing it and yeah. uh, they're in the car and everything's quite awful. And, uh, and oh no, the dog ends up on the bonnet of the car. They've got a dog. Cue the oh, comedy what? music. <laughs> That damn dog, it made them nearly hit that truck driving down the middle of the road. Oh, Paul, we were a hair's breadth away from hereditary. It could have been great, but as it happened, we were on the set of White Chicks. They could have at least murdered the dog brutally, in my respect. Even more tragic than that, the two sport white ladies have very minor cuts on their faces. Cue some screaming that makes me want to stop living. And... Marcus, are you okay? We um, then yeah. the the Wayans have a great idea of of posing as them. To... Obviously, the next thing to do is to disguise themselves as the white socialites and flawlessly yeah. pretend to be them in an yeah. environment where looks are heavily scrutinised. Yes, I must say, I think even Soul Man made this happen more naturally. Yeah, which <laughs> <laughs> my God, if we a... could just do a scene by scene comparison. <laughs> There's no time. No. Everybody gurns, and the screenwriter takes a well deserved nap. And uh... so you you've earned this. You just you 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 guys just do what feels right, and unfortunately just, they do. 
unfortunately, they are also um, Harlan and um, <laughs> uh, fucking Sean Wayans, and so nothing nothing gets resolved. They yeah. check into a hotel, and it's very funny, Paul. I don't know if you noticed, oh. but it had been actually written to be funny. Oh, yeah, they wrote this one funny. H- hang on, hang on. He's getting out a protractor. Yeah, right. Well, yep. Beginner's luck. Yep. There you go. So they check in. Yeah. And three women appear. It's Dexter's sister. Yes. Uh, Busy Phillips, who seems pretty cool in in real life. Yeah. Um, and then I put and and left a gap to come back later, but I didn't. But I feel like that's appropriate. <laughs> so yeah. if I have call to refer to the one who's not Dexter's sister or Busy Phillips, I'll just leave a gap <laughs> to indicate that. Yeah. Is 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 Busy Phillips Karen? I don't know, but she's the one who has the romance with the guy who's yeah, okay. uh, not good enough for her. That's yeah. Karen. I initially put it down as Heather. And uh, you, okay. you, we all have a lot of sympathy for her because she's the one in love with the guy who looks like Lachlan Monroe. So it's very confusing for her. Um, <laughs> it's got to be a horrible existence for her. <laughs> some sort of quantum purgatory that I don't want to be a part of. <laughs> Absolutely not. Or, or spend time thinking about anymore. The third person is one that I did spend some time on IMDb looking for. And then I forgot what I was doing and ended up looking <laughs> up something else. Looking at pictures of cake again. Yeah, and, and, um, and uh, thinking of the uh, lovely potatoes that I'm going to definitely have at the end of this movie. God damn it, this potato's ruling this guy's life. I can't work with it. <laughs> Just don't hate me because you ain't me. Uh, and <laughs> Well, all the women compulsively yell exposition, like all women do. Am I right, brothers? <laughs> oh, fuck me, it's exhausting. <laughs> what, are you blind? That's Heather and Megan Vandergill, your sworn enemy since you were like, I don't know, age? <laughs> so basic. I know, basic bitches. They meet their adversaries. Kevin McAllister's dad. <laughs> Kevin McAllister's dad is here and he's a bad guy and he's got Kevin. two daughters. Yeah. The Vandergeld sisters. Yeah. Um, I'm getting real fucking reality queen flashbacks, mate. Oh, Christ. My hands trembling. <laughs> there, there, there must be some uh, overlap between these two. Oh, no. Definitely in the amount of know. bile that was at the bottom of my <laughs> balls. <laughs> this is, um. oh no, I can't make that reference. It would spoil malignant. I still can't spoil malignant. This is hell. <laughs> Don't know why. I thought you were going to say that I can't make that reference. It's incredibly racist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'll always make that reference. but To white bitches. But they, they have yeah. a face off with the evil Vendiga- v- Vanderbilt, v- Van Damme sisters. <laughs> and uh, it's yeah. very difficult to determine who's winning. Your mother is so dumb. She went to Dr. Dre for a pap smear. Oh, Something's wrong, Dr. Dre. My coochie's doing a beatbox. <laughs> yeah? Well, your mother is so stupid, she exercises when she could just get, like, liposuction or something. <laughs> yeah. Your mother's so old that her breast milk is powdered. You breastfeed like this. <laughs> yeah, it's really awful to watch. And uh, yep. but, but we are told by script that the Wayans won. Fuck yeah. Because they, they, have, a, they have a string of your, your mother. Uh, oh, classic, jokes. mate. And Those never get my, old. My God. They were really good. Oh, <laughs> fuck me. Paul, you know what? You know what? I was keeping a list of uh, all the, the famous name jokes they were making. Uh, you know, like they, they said Blackie Chan. Yep. And then they said they said uh, something King. else. D- uh, Don King. Uh, they, one of them calls the other Schwarzer Negro. And uh, then I was like, fuck this list. This your mother scene. This is all that matters now. Oh, yeah. And we start breakdancing separately. I was asleep yeah. at the time. I had to get up. <laughs> but um, it was worth it. Um, it does occur to me during this sequence that their white women voice is awfully similar to Adam Sandler's general light sort of deal, but especially <laughs> his Jill voice. Yes. Oh, my God. You want to talk about mothers. Oh, my God. Oh, you want to talk about 
time. Mom always said it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. And now it's in st- it's in stereo. <laughs> Incredible, really, that Adam Sandler could be any more derivative. But <laughs> but but he continues to surprise us, and I can't wait to see what he comes out with next, Paul. New levels. So af- after that, oh, I don't I don't fucking know. Well, look, I've been watching this for half an hour, so I'm ready for some poop noises. <laughs> <sighs> Actually, do you know what? I'm just going to scroll because I'm pretty sure I had a line. Well, it's been a minute since anything embarrassing happens. Time for a poop joke. Yeah, I wrote that too. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) Excellent. Well, look, Terry Crews gets introduced. I know it's his Norbert era, but I have high hopes for him. Yeah. He's a sexual predator who tries relentlessly pursues one of the uh, brothers throughout the entire film. Because she's white. It's great. It's very funny. Uh, Because she's white and he loves that shit. Classic Terry Crews action. Are you naughty or nice? Sorry, I'm not interested. I'll take that as naughty. Oh, Paul, Paul. Well, just, I just, just want to take the time to say what fucking madcap mix-up hijinks we're experiencing here. What's going to happen? What's the mix-up? Shit. I don't know. And I'm going to find out for you. I'm going to fucking find out. I'm going to fucking fu- end you with this. <laughs> well, speaking of which, look, the plot and the character arts do not budge a fucking inch in the mm. next 30 minutes. So I'm just going to list these fucking scenes and you can tell me if you have anything to say about them. Okay, cool. <clears throat> the car scene where they all sing. <laughs> yes, I remember that. Good work, mate. Thanks. Uh, the changing room scene. Honey, this is just not going to work. I'm sorry. Of course not. You're wearing the wrong underwear. <laughs> talk, talk about escalation, Paul. Because they don't. We've got, to, we've got to let people know what escalation nope. means. I need a nice... <laughs> Shit, we've got to talk about it. Otherwise, they won't understand what we're saying. Um... <laughs> I do like the old uh, normal conversation sounds like a sex conversation on the other end of the phone. Classic uh, mix-up. N- new comedy ground oh, being broken, mate. yabba dabba do, am I right? <laughs> oh, look, women have to wear tight outfits. I know their pain now. <laughs> Fuck me. I'm learning so Shit. much. Ironic, ironically, because no one is. There's a conversation about... Uh, <laughs> The what women really want, and the two guys, the the Wayans, the, you know, the Wayans, the two guys, they're they're there and oh, they're yeah. listening and going, mm, okay. And this is just before Sean Wayans lies to this woman about being millionaire Terry Crews. <laughs> I love that, but there's more. Yeah. Uh, the mugging scene. <laughs> what is this girl a track star? Say that again. Mugging scene. <laughs> what is this girl a track star? Mugging scene. <laughs> what is this girl a track star? Yep. Okay. Uh, the dinner <laughs> slash women or dick auction. Clean it up, Kokor. Oh yeah, that's from all the films like this back in the day. Yeah, what? do these actually happen? Because they happen a lot in bad comedy movies. Is it just a contrived way of forcing a date on characters that should have more agency to refuse a date? I think if something, it's that old rule, Paul, it's it's Salt's Law, where if, if something it turns up in a terrible Adam Sandler-style comedy, then it has to have happened. Yeah. It's ubiquitous, yeah. If yeah. Adam Sandler is doing it, everybody is doing it. So if you've seen it in a Sandler movie, it's in every other movie. I mean, this wasn't going to have been invented by by anyone involved in any <laughs> of these movies. So it, it would have been no. real. It would have just been a horrible byproduct of the society. There must be in. a good movie that did it in once. And now everyone thought, yeah, it's a really fucking good idea, actually. Yeah, the, 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 the scene of that in Pi was groundbreaking stuff. But everything Shit. following Darren Aronofsky's <laughs> seminal masterpiece just didn't... didn't Get quite get across the sort of uh. mathematic Jewish cabal ang- <laughs> angle. Certainly, this didn't. Sandler gets close. Uh, how about the sleepover scene? 
Oh yeah, so this the sleepover scene is when the Wayans they learn learn valuable information about women and oh, what they truly want. Yes. And and Marlon they Wayans gain understanding of how women be. Marlon Wayans learns that when his wife be all like um <laughs> ca- calling him every two seconds to say, Hey, I know you're cheating on me, she's just she just loves him and wants to know what his day was like. Oh fuck yeah. Oh. I love that. And I love how on the nose they're being about explaining that this is what women like. Because no. women do talk to each other as if a man was secretly in the room listening. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way to talk. At least that's what I've heard. That's what Michael Bay wishes. Oh, Jesus. Well, there is that scene does start with them taking off their disguises and talking in their normal voices for the first time in like 40 minutes. And it's it's like a fucking holiday, Paul. Oh, my God. It's really lovely. It's this, just so nice to see them interacting just on their own terms. This, this was a moment. There was a moment in there where no jokes were being told. And I went, actually... Yeah. I would love to see a full film of this. <laughs> it's like when a fire alarm go- stops going <laughs> off. Yeah. You realise that it had been your whole life for the last however long. Yeah. I just said on their own terms. All of this is their own terms. They very much dictated all of this. Studio mandate. Make it shit. Yeah. Uh, how about the beach scene? The beach scene. Paul, this is, this is yeah, Sean Wayne's line for the first time about being millionaire Terry Crews, which is like, yep. like if, if I went up to somebody and, and they were like, oh, yeah, I don't really like sport. And I went, yeah, I'm David Beckham. They, they'd go, yeah, yeah, all right, mate. Well, she made some comment about wanting like to be with a rich guy because she's sick of getting hit on by losers. Yeah. An offhand comment that he took to uh, represent his whole existence. Yeah. Which, um, to be fair, is the most realistic part of the uh, male-female interactions in the film. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Sean Wayans pretends to be famous sex pest Terry Crews, which, the, <laughs> Sports this, dude. In, which this investigative reporter does not recognise by face. Yes. She's so into her investigations that she only knows oh, him shit. by name. So she's like, oh yeah, uh, I, that name rings a bell, famous sex pest. <laughs> definitely you and definitely rich. So yeah, let's go on That's a right. date. And um, we introduce a whole new subplot into this movie. Uh-oh. And this, this, is even, this is before we even get into the fashion show, Paul. Oh, we're not getting to the fashion show yet, mate. We've got a nightclub to go. But first of all, a date. So <laughs> Marlon Wayans <laughs> Marlon Wayans goes on a date with Terry Crews. Yeah. And it's very funny. Oopsie, I had a poopsie. Girl, we're going to get along just fine. Back at you. Uh-uh. Oh. oh. Bask in the ambience. Basking in the ambience. And Sean takes his takes Terry Crews' car to pretend to be Terry Crews. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anything to say about any of that? <laughs> it all happens. I just can't wait to get onto the scene where uh, he tries to date rape him. Yeah. Well, Marlon tries to turn off Terry Crews with some uh, loud farting, and Sean fights a dog. It's very good. <laughs> yes, nightclub. It's very subtle. Oh boy, slipping stuff into people's drinks. Yeah. Funny. Aaron Carter gives him some, some drug and he puts it into Thingo's drink. But because Marlon Wayans is an FBI cop uh, and also because the drink is fizzing. FBI cop. He, he yep. switches them around and Terry Crews does the best bit of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's a dance off. Uh, yeah. Some guy wants to fuck a dog. Yeah. I do wonder if the Wayans have ever gotten involved with Happy Madison because I feel like they're sharing notes. Yeah, I mean, in, involved with wrong Missy vibes. They've been in the same room. They've had like they've smelt the burps of Adam Sandler <laughs> as he's like yeah. you know twenty minutes after he's left. Just this and, fucking meandering. It just recalls Adam Sandler at like a party or something. He's just hmm. wandering around. Hints of yeah, it's like, a, it's like a Sandler mist. His, his gut emanating from beneath the t-shirt. 
He's holding a cocktail and he's just wandering over to each group being like, anything funny here? Nope. <laughs> I like, like going from set okay. to set and being like, anything funny here? <laughs> oh yeah, Mr. Sandler, we've got this script. And he's like, yeah, I'll take, I'll take that. But Mr. Sandler, sir, we've wrote that for our film. What was that? <laughs> That's how his films fucking feel. It's just yeah. like, oh, what if they went to the mall? Would that be funny? <laughs> not, not yet. Okay, never mind. Well, we spent two <laughs> days filming it. Yep. We'll use some of it. You, what, what, what's that? It's a shed. Okay, get fucking um, Shaq in it. See what happens. <laughs> yeah. Put Kevin get James on it. To fist himself outside of it. <laughs> okay, that's a wrap. It's a good day, folks. Yeah. Uh, the shed's fat. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. Um, Bye. Yeah. He, he walks very slowly out of shot. So. <laughs> to his bedroom, which is next door. <laughs> and yeah, so the, the the film doing that, we, we then. Yeah. Um, no, no, do you know what I did there, Paul? I, I carried on <laughs> with a segue as if I remembered what was next. <laughs> well, next, the next morning, Marlon Wayans' girlfriend, a terrible wife, whatever, oh, shows yeah. up. And for some reason, he's not in his white chick garb, but Sean is. And <laughs> so they're mistaken for having an affair. Oh, no. Oh, Sean could probably just take that mask off. Yeah, or say something in his normal voice. <laughs> I, I can't believe you cheat on me, she says. Yeah, okay, bye. And then and then in walks his yeah. boss, Frankie Faze on the wire, and says, Oh, I can't believe you've done this. You're fired. Okay, you're fired unless you've got something to say. Nope, nothing to say here. Sorry. Yeah. Also, well, I mean, this happens because the original white chicks showed up thinking that they've been cloned because they're so dumb. Oh, those stupid white bitches. Oh, they get arrested by the FBI, stupid white bitches, uh, because they think they're the Wayans. Yeah. Suspend that oh. disbelief, folks. It's a comedy. <laughs> Speaking of which, the women are Please. forcibly exposed in front of a room full of men. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and But, you know, it's okay because Lachlan Monroe and his friend, uh, whose name I don't know, are fired, probably. <laughs> that rhymed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, brilliant. Please welcome Lachlan Monroe and that friend I don't know. <laughs> Do you reckon he only hangs out with complete strangers for that reason? <laughs> hey, it's pretty funny, right? It's a thing. It's a right, thing. Right? I'm trying he's to make like, it my thing. He's got that big smile. Huh? <laughs> Have you seen Dead Man on Campus? No. Oh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> says the universe so, <laughs> except me the Wayans get fired and yes. they have a go at having characters who might fall out over differing personalities and goals doesn't end um, well for us the end. audience <laughs> that's the real joke here uh, the schism between them lasts one scene yeah well the you know scene, they're fine gotta get, gotta get on with all those great subplots Paul because the movie's running yeah. out that's that's right <laughs> say, say all the ladies who are back in this the movie again it's time for oh, a fashion yeah. show that we got fashion you into show. what uh, Oh. Did we mention it? Yeah, maybe we can drop the dreadful comedy and focus on some kind of resolution. Oh, they're going to be in the fashion show themselves oh, as models. Oh my God. And, and the lady, the other ladies, the real ones, the horrible bitches are here. Got to stop saying that. Um, <laughs> yep. And now that if now that all of these women are in the same room, I am finding it difficult to ter- tell a lot of them apart, <laughs> Paul. So it becomes quite frightening. It does ultimately culminate in a genuinely nightmarish scene of two rubber-faced women laughing at um, two other women covered in blood. <laughs> I'll be haunting my nightmares yeah, for a while. Just, it's just, do you know what? Hereditary, not far off. <laughs> Wayans have got a lot of, uh, lot of kudos coming their way from the likes of Ari Aster. <laughs> um, uh. From that, li- that creepy little girl in Hereditary, she's all about the Wayans. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a fiction that's closer to home than any oh, of us God. wanted. And, and, and with, with that in mind, we get to the end of the fucking film. The Wayans <laughs> save the day. They shoot Kevin McAllister's dad. And, Kevin! Uh, 
some other people get shot. Lachlan Monroe's uh, doppelganger finally gets bested and yeah. eaten by Lachlan Monroe. <laughs> and uh, Nick Carter gets fed to the fucking cleaners, mate. Yeah. And The um, uh, Terry Crews uh, subplot comes to an end with um, essentially a similar gag to Some Like It Hard, except that someone got to use the word jigaboo. <laughs> so better. Are you telling me that you are not... Yeah, I'm not a woman. White? Oh, the, the deception! Didn't somebody tell you this was an all-white party? Huh? Someone get this jigaboo away from me. Classic cinematic romance. Yeah, Sean gets together with that reporter. Marcus learns the error of his ways and apologizes to his horrible wife. <laughs> and the movie ends with 10 minutes of credits. Yes, please. Oh, no, outtakes? No, of course not. Nothing funny happened here. There weren't outtakes. They didn't do no. second takes. <laughs> Shot this in a day. Several several shots ended with the character just going, fuck. And it'll be cut off by the cuts of the reaction shot of the other person. It just, they, they, they cut it so it just like uh, sexy lip bite after sexy lip bite. <laughs> just every single thing. None of this dialogue was right. There was a very funny and good script that they just completely fucked up. <laughs> didn't, didn't remember a single word or get any of the sentences in, in the right order, which is why every scene one is... Copy. Every scene is uh, 178 sh- cuts. <laughs> they just cut between vaguely competent things that sounded a bit like the script. <laughs> and um, yeah, this started as miscongeniality and it just got out of hand. <laughs> All right, Paul, what do you make of white chicks? Oh, Christ. I don't know how... Yeah. It's, it's... I think Ugh. it's um, what's emblematic of this film that we are Ooh. 40 minutes into record time and I genuinely don't remember a thing I've said. I like... I, <laughs> This this film was two hours, Paul. It was two hours. Yeah, fuck me. That was unnecessary. Even with 10 minutes of credits, yeah. it's still an hour and 45 minutes, and that is unnecessary. When you've got 10 minutes of credits and and five minutes of Terry Crews being excellent, there is <laughs> there is still no reason for this film to have other like other minutes. Uh, um, no, it's outrageous. The number of subplots they create. But it, it has that classic Adam Sandler yeah. problem Ugh. of just quantity over quality if there's a lot of scenes it'll make up for the fact that we've not really developed or worked out any one of them yes like just oh it just just problems from beginning to end paul the girls were so fucking annoying at the beginning i was actually forward to the way and looking forward to the wayans playing them um (laughs) indeed but everything just everything about this felt horrible yeah the only time that that was to its benefit was the masks on these guys were something to behold um yeah it it was arresting to 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 watch <laughs> the the way they were shaped and molded yeah. by what oh, the Waynes just hoped were uh, oh. Uh, just even vaguely. I feel like Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy has a lot to fucking answer for because I think it was him. I think it was the nutty professor that sort of started the rubber face Com- mask of death comedy just of going, and it's just yeah. and they kept it going like the likes of Norbit and such, and it's just been miserable for me. Yeah, just a whiteboard with masks. Uh. Fat masks, fat suits, suits and masks equals funny? Question mark, Ugh. crossed out, exclamation mark. <laughs> oh God. It, Prosthetics equals funny. Although Mrs. Doubtfire did it too, but... Yeah, Robert, Robbie oh, Williams. Robin Williams. Maybe that's it. <laughs> Robin, Robin Robbie Williams, Williams, Mrs. Doubtfire 2 was <laughs> even better than the original somehow. And that's on that's on Robbie Williams. <laughs> when, he tears, when he tears all his skin off and he's got the skeleton of an old lady underneath. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um. Yeah, um, look, it hmm. was... We've been we've been through my problem with mm. Marlon Marlon Wayans before in Dungeons and Dragons, and oh, yeah. you know I, I I loved him in On the Rocks because he oh yeah he, it was a really great like under like nuanced underplayed performance, yeah. and there were one or yeah. two seconds in this movie 
where they yeah. they both evince some sort of uh like humanness and and for two seconds yeah. in this movie i could feel myself getting like my curiosity peaking so i was like oh i can feel yeah. like humanity coming through there and then it's just smothered <laughs> by the standard wayans uh, noise factory so much noise and, 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 and i feel like i responded so much better to any shot any moment of them not being in those horrible masks yeah. than i did with any of the sequences of them in it yeah it's just even if they were just sitting in a hotel room, I was suddenly just fully on board with both of them. Yeah, I, I, I think in terms of so bad, it's good. The the masks, oh, no. you know, obviously it's going to be intentional because the joke is they look dreadful, but no one can tell the difference yes. between the between. Yes, them. that's got to be an intentional yeah. joke, I think. Yeah, it's got to be, and and you know, for yeah. that, I I appreciated that. I thought it was good because the masks were truly horrible. <laughs> um, they were, because otherwise you would do a face off. You would just have the two girls now suddenly pretend to be Marlon and Sean Wayans, which yeah. would be kind of fun, kind of interesting. Which which could have been good. I, but they were very annoying as well. All right. Well, I will I will briefly say for my side of things just briefly on the politics because i saw a review of this movie mm. that was a uh, it was a list of 10 things that have aged poorly in this movie yeah. and the comedy was not amongst these things <laughs> but one of them was was the use of whiteface and i was like okay let's yeah. read what they have to say about this and it just immediately said whiteface and blackface have largely been um unpopular lately and a lot of people have gotten into trouble for using blackface and it's like no no, no those aren't synonymous yeah <laughs> you can't just say they're the, they're the same there's a whole history and context and power dynamic there which yeah if you want to take issue with you need to explain yourself better yeah for me it's not even a glimmer of a problem no i, th- um, I think it's on the same level as yeah it, it's it's racist in the way that me going hi ha ha is is racist by by definition yes but like it's as, as you said there's a whole history of uh <laughs> whole history there that isn't quite the same no for whiteface it really isn't so yeah. yeah that's oh but that means one rule for some and one rule for others go literally fuck yourself find a way yeah find a piece of equipment that will allow you to fuck yourself but the man to woman thing is slightly more delicate but in this movie is only as bad as really the, anything in Soul Man in that regard. Yeah. In as much as I don't think they really had anything to say about it. Yeah. And they just thought it would be funny and include some lazy, obligatory, uninsightful scenes to justify the premise. You know, what we yeah. learned in our summer is white women. Yeah. Um, and it's not even insightful enough to be properly mean. I mean, there's nothing about privilege or gender politics or no. It's 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 mostly the really. why women can't dance to Beyonce songs is a, is about the extent of it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Eddie Murphy in the '90s levels of insight here. So, yeah, it's entirely disposable on those terms. Yeah. Um, as a comedy, it's not funny. No, it's fairly embarrassing. Yeah, it, I really didn't find it funny at all. Yeah. It's Oh, it's essentially miscongeniality, but with none of the heart, character, or sincerity, and not as funny. Yeah. It's um. Yeah, it's an Adam Sandler comedy. It's a premise, the most root one gags you could possibly come yeah. up with from that premise, and then two or three scenes attempting to have heart. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay, okay, let's, let's move it around a little. I would say the genuinely horrific off-putting stuff is outweighed slightly by the mildly amusing stuff, but both are massively outweighed by the boring stuff. So yeah. I'm not going to be rooting for it to be in the bottom ten. Because no. it wasn't like it constantly jabbed me in the face like a, no. like a Jack and Jill. It was just, it was just it was dull and it was difficult because it was yeah. dull and it was it, yes it, it it speaks to the like the lethargy of watching it really reflected the lethargy of the movie itself to the point where <laughs> you're you're yeah. like I'm watching all the stuff with Terry Crews where he is a sexual predator yeah. and he's going after yeah. this woman because she is white and she he's yeah. like trying to date rape her 
and yeah. and it only vaguely f- like kindles some sort of oh this is gross in me because I'm so yeah. I'm so weighed down by the banality of it all that it's yes it just it does it doesn't even garner any sort of fire in me. Well, the joke they're going for and. and- you know, I don't know if the joke is awkward, but what they're going for is it's funny that this guy is coming at this person as if she was a woman when really it's a black man in there. Yeah. And isn't it funny that he is treating a woman as you'd expect him to treat a woman, yeah. but it's actually not a woman. <laughs> yeah. And there's no sort of real hubris in there or yeah. for, for Mr. Terry Crews's character in which he's going to... Yeah. I don't know, learn that the way he treats women is incorrect. Yeah. I thought they were going that way of a couple of his more sensitive scenes, yeah. but no, no, really not. It's just a gag. Well, the, the main punchline, which I, I kind of, which kind of surprised me was at, at the end when the thing that really annoyed him was that he pretended to be white, not that he pretended to be yeah, a woman. He, well, <laughs> uh, that he was black, it seems. That yeah. really bothered him. Like, yeah. he only wants to take white people. Yeah. Male yeah. or female, so, it was, yeah. Like, there was, there was that. Surprising, but it was, I guess. Yeah. But it's... Yeah, I think we've said everything <laughs> that needs to be said. Yeah. Well, look, there are some things that are intentionally funny, so shall we? Yeah. Click that. Oh, um, I did actually like the opening shot, the New York establishing shot with the music. Um, oh, yeah. It did make me think, am I watching something good? And then that those characters get introduced. Yeah. Like, literally the first time you see one of the Wayans in that massive mustache, I just thought, oh, shit. Yeah, I know. Um, it was oppressive shtick and uh, constant noise. But there was a moment when he, one of the characters, I think it was Marlon Wayans' mm. character, suddenly start, like, changes from being this exuberant noise mm. man to this, like, quiet pained character with pain in his eyes as he climbs onto the counter and there's a shot a close-up of him with this look of abject misery on his face at (laughs) just before he climbs up onto the table which did tickle me quite a lot okay one moment of is like the eye of the storm (laughs) okay (laughs) storm's over hey (laughs) um i did also i enjoyed frankie phrase on his chief yes all the way through you're both fired turning your guns and your badges this operation is over come on chief you can't fire us I just did. I enjoy him. He's great. He's a great presence. He's got a big old mouth and face. Yeah. And uh, he's got a great smile and um, an authoritative air, which made me think, yes. oh, this could be a movie. Ooh. Oh, and a great voice. His laugh in this reminds me of uh, the, the sort of like the, the, the fake, the statesman laugh from The Wire. Yeah, actually, I uh, have heard it once or twice. <laughs> that he has where he's right. a mean motherfucker but everything everything he does at the uh, <laughs> uh that's public facing is yeah just you know just as false as any statesman would be yeah the girlfriend who is unreasonably suspicious of marlon wayans is a nice idea yeah. okay um there's, there's a there's a joke in there where he's on getting home from work yeah. and she says map quest said it would take him six minutes to get home and marlon wayans goes but baby it took me eight yeah and uh the fact that she's suspicious that he would be able to fit an affair in those two minutes it's, yeah. it's a good idea but it's just far too many lampshades yeah. lampshades at every turn oh, you i know? just thought if chris fucking rock was in this role he'd have he'd have found a punchline for that and what do you expect me expect me to do a drive-by blowjob yeah would have found a line in there to sort of make it funny yeah i, I prefer if they didn't even like point out that there was two two minutes in there you know just it's, it said it took you six minutes to get home 
yeah it took me mm-hmm. eight and then move on that'd be a good, a good way of doing okay. that i think there was a good there was a good well i don't know i like the delivery of the gag which was mm. you know they need to clean up all of the shit that's in the foiled ice cream vending thing mm. and there's ice cream all over the floor and he's like let's get this place cleaned up all right okay so well you do the floor clean all the ice cream up and i'll okay. go warm the car okay and then he, he gives him a double take you know sort of what the fuck yeah you know and that was it was the delivery i think it was yes. a really matter of fact way in which he delivered the uh the line of just you know go warm up the car yeah i noticed it's quite that. funny it's yeah. interesting <laughs> when marlon wayans is falling asleep as his girlfriend is talking to him he again a quiet moment i appreciate i appreciated when he was softly doing things <laughs> um yeah. when like when he has the line oh, i wasn't asleep and i was closing my eyes and visualizing my words he has just a real great physicality and expression yeah. as he's doing it yeah and yeah well, i just yeah. wanted more of the quiet button down stuff <laughs> which really is on me going into white chicks <laughs> I, you shouldn't have expected a subtle comedy this isn't noah fucking bound badge you bitch who only occasionally does subtle comedies hey when he does them it's pretty good fucking subtle um I, I quite like the timing on one of the bigger moments which mm. is that we cut to, uh, you know, there's a dog in the front seat. And so one of the Wayans is like, um, well, where am I supposed to sit? And then it's the, t- it, the framing, first of all, is quite good of him between the big bags. Mm. And he's clearly in the boot. And then three, mo- three beats of timing of him saying, this ain't right. Then yeah. a brake squeal and then face on glass. Yeah. This ain't right. <laughs> like good sort of rhythm to that yes. sort of joke. It's a good pan out. Yeah. Reeling him to be facing the window rather than the... Uh, oh, yeah, else. yeah. That's... Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. The, the the dog hanging out of the window, even though it was all very fake, there was just mm. something about it. And I don't I don't know what it is. Maybe just the look of the dog because the dog was cute um, with the <laughs> yeah. hair, like the wind blowing its hair. Yeah. And his big old dumb mouth and tongue yeah, open and hanging out. They humanized the dog a bit. Uh, what's the word? Anthropomorphized. Yeah. The yeah. dog a bit to have like a pissed expression which did make me think that they would have the guts to kill it because if you turn it into a cartoon character it's not an innocent dumb lovable dog it's a yeah. you know a character with a personality and therefore you can kill it but yeah, yeah. they didn't that's fine no because he <laughs> went had went on to have so much of a big role to play oh my god so many adventures Aww. yeah so when they're taking reference pictures for their mrs doubtfire process yeah um marlon wayans uh, pushes sean out of the way and then but, well, uh, okay, so um, Sean Wayans is doing, like, poses, like yeah. a fashion shoot. And then Marlon comes in and, like, pushes him out of the way, but then does poses himself as well. Yeah. And partially I thought that was quite amusing because of just, you know, the affability between the two of them and the sort of riffing. But also, two handsome men. Yeah. Two, they're Fuck two yeah. handsome men, Paul. Two handsome men. Those pictures came out pretty damn good. Oh, yeah. Fuck I, yeah. i say that any day. Drink that in, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> and <laughs> fellas. Everyone. Dogs. Fuck yeah. Dogs. <laughs> There's, when, when they're doing their transformations and getting all the horrible prosthetics, uh, one of the, there's yeah. a shot of, I think I think it's Marlon Wayans on the bed and he sort of opens his eyes and there's a suit on top of him with uh, big old mm. boobs. He panics and jumps off the yeah. bed and the, the guy, the scientist in there who looks like Ben Folds just, go, just oh, goes, yeah. he's right, make him bigger. Which, which, yeah, yeah like an over-the-top reaction, and of course, like, yeah, sure, that's what he said. That's what he meant. Yeah, it's a good sort of caught up in his work, sort of scientist yeah. kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, that's great. I also like the idea that he looked down and saw white breasts and just freaked out and was like, no, like yeah. the uh, robots and replicas, you know, <laughs> what am <Yeah>. I? <laughs> um, when they are finally the white chicks and they arrive at the hotel, <laughs> one of them sort of, one of them does something to piss off one of the two of them. And they say, um, hey, hold this, and shoves the dog into the other guy's head, and then yeah. starts ma- like mouthing off again. Hold my poodle. <laughs> yeah. And the other guy's like, um, 
you got to calm down. Don't you know? Try, try my lights. We're trying to fit in. And then someone does something to piss him off, and he says, "You hold this." Yeah. And he like does the same thing yeah. back, and it amused me the sort of repetition, the arbitrary repetition of "hold this." Yeah. As a signifier of being angry, I really yeah yeah it was funny to have twice in a row. That was great, especially with the sudden cut to their real voices. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. I wrote down, "Hold my poodle. Hold my poodle." Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, Paul, I'm gonna we. We've known each other a long time, right? We and you got it. We've got like a base amount of respect for each other that we can't cross. Oh, we, it's it's never going to bottom out a hundred percent, right? We're always going to be friends. So, um, what have you done? One of the fart sounds did make me laugh. <laughs> I was wondering which set of breasts in the movie you were going to compliment. <laughs> so this no, is. Uh, every, I'm quite pleased actually. Um, <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> Implied in our friendship, Paul, is is a general appreciation <laughs> of breasts. Uh, it's it's it would sully it to have to mention it. But, <laughs> Unspoken, always. Yeah. <laughs> just, just in our, in the first hello of the day. It's, yes, all of the breasts I saw today were great. <laughs> but all breasts are great. That's the that's the trick to it. So yeah. we're never unhappy. Yeah. Not in that respect, anyway. So there was one <laughs> fart that sounded like a crow squawking through a cone. It was like a hollow. It was like a hollow, echoing. Zoom. <laughs> I'm not gonna go listen to all the farts to find this. So you're gonna have to find a time code for me. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. I just did the sound effect there, and that's gonna okay, that's great. gonna be it. That'll do, folks. Don't watch White Chicks. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> like if you yeah, if you're doing it just for that, then then you're welcome. You're I guess. Guess I am great. Okay, I liked when when all of the um all of the white chicks are singing a thousand miles mm. in the um in the car. Yes, I do like uh, I Jennifer Carpenter. thousand miles. <laughs> That's definitely a good. Um, Jennifer Carpenter's back there, Dexter's sister, and yep. she's very expressive in her singing voice. Yes, um, and I don't think I actually mention her monologue either, which. Writing hit and miss, I'd say, for her monologue on the expectations on women. Yeah. But, uh, it's to sort of remain fit, but her performance was really quite committed, and I enjoyed that. Hi, I'm Cellulite Sally. Look at my huge badonkey. Oh, and don't forget about me. I'm back, fat fatty. Now, who could have said that? Oh, yeah. It's Tina the talking tummy. I can't even wear a short skirt and a top without looking like a fat pig. True. Yes. True that. <laughs> True that. <laughs> and props. <laughs> there was... So Lachlan Monroe and his cop friend, yeah. they, they had multiple moments in the movie. Yeah. What, the other guy would be like, hey, who would you rather? Yeah, would you rather uh, again? And, and, and it, yeah, and blah blah they'd laugh at Rosie O'Donnell. It's hilarious. Yeah. And um, there's, there's one where he says, okay, Pamela Anderson or Carmen Electra? Yeah. And Lachlan Monroe goes, oh, that's easy. And then his mate goes, but they both have yeast infections. And he goes, oh, that's hard. Like, <laughs> like it was easy before yeah. <laughs> they both had yeast infections, yeah, now but the now they between. both do. <laughs> yeah, that is quite good. I, I quite enjoyed that game because it would always go the same way if he would put this choice to him and then he would make a choice and he'd say, you're disgusting. And it's like, well, what would you choose? And then something would interrupt them to mean that he wouldn't have to respond. And it was yeah. always something from outside of the two men. So it was like yeah. the universe wanted to accommodate this guy ribbing the shit out of his friend, which I yeah. quite liked. And I also liked um, Lockham Monroe's response when questioned about Rosie O'Donnell. Um, he, he says, um, Rosie. Oh, you're a pig. What? What are you talking about? <sighs> Rosie, she's all right. Yeah, trying to fucking make his, his option cool now. Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to play off this ribbing that he's getting. That was, that was amusing. We've all got to make our own Rosie O'Donnell cool in life. 
that's what I learned. You've got to find the Rosie McDonald, the Rosie O'Donnell inside yourself. <laughs> and um, I think that's that's quite beautiful, actually, if you think about it. But don't think about it too much. No, please don't. Because by God, we've just got to get by. It's too beautiful. You'll stop hearing what we've got to say. And all the rest of our great quick fires. Yeah, let's do them quickly. Uh, Marlon Wayne's white chick uh, has a real good simpering look. There's something that Marlon Wayne's can do with that mask that when 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 that Sean he, could only she, dream of. Yeah, <laughs> when he when he sort of has a <laughs> face. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, another one you mean? In oh. special ways. It was like a muppet. It was like a Kermit yeah. the Frog has to express something. Yeah. Oh um, God. After the Wayans have managed to piss off the two most influential women in town, they get sat by the waiter station. And a waiter hits Jennifer Carpenter right in the head, and um, quite quite hard, and then just says right behind you afterwards. And I quite like that. That's good. Yeah. Heads up. <laughs> exactly. So the the dancing the dance off scene. Uh, there was uh, it it did remind me a bit of Jack and Jill. Yep. Because uh, it was it was as cheesy and cringy, but yep. there were some actual dance moves. It wasn't just a CGI. Yeah. Adam Sandler as Jill. I don't know if that was the weigh-ins or if it was stand-ins, but yes, there were some moves. Well, they did the thing of, like, the hair of the chicks falling in front of their faces to hide that it wasn't them, but there were masks anyway, so they could have just (laughs) had the masks. And and I I don't believe the weigh-ins were meta enough to have some sort of commentary on... No, no way. Hiding the fact that it wasn't the leads doing the stunts. You mean, like, the naked gun, they very obviously cut to dance doubles. No, there's no way. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. um, but yeah, the, the, the actual moves. flips and the breakdance moves, oh, they were good. Flips, kicks, anything you want. It's all good stuff. <laughs> Tony Hawks was in um, there, did a world record stunt. <laughs> Fuck yeah. He was just cycling around. Get that guy out of here, he's cycling. a menace. He's not, he's, not so, he's cycling around. Um, it's a brand change. <laughs> I don't know the verb. Paradigm shift. Skating, who knows. <laughs> you cycle, you skate, right? You do, you do. You cycle, you skate right into a kickflip twist. <laughs> and that's the new range at McDonald's. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. I'm loving this food. <laughs> so when one of the friends says to um, one of the Wayans, um, can you give me some powder yes. for my nose? Um, and she just hits her in the fucking face with the powder thing and just yeah. leaves a massive white splodge all over her face. Yeah. She then says, thanks, and just walks off. And yeah. I thought that that would be the gag. I didn't oh, know. But then okay. it turns into a whole scene where, yeah. oh, she thought that she had just received a little bit of powder. I just like the idea that she was she would just be fine with that. It was a surrealist yeah, okay. joke rather than a, you know, Oh, yeah. everybody thinks she's done cocaine joke and more the fool so, you more the fool me but I, I enjoyed it for a moment whilst it lasted oh, that's nice and I think it's beautiful because it lasts well that's true <laughs> that's what Ingmar Bergman taught me and I can I can apply that to white chicks that's what Ingrid Bergman taught me with um, our fraught summer together <laughs> you'll uh, hear more about that in the Patreon <laughs> but not our Patreon a different Patreon that you've set up that's more popular <laughs> Ingrid Bergman's Patreon <laughs> I can't believe she's still keeping updating that. <laughs> beyond the grave, I think. It's that you can say it's beyond the grave when you're doing it for a dead person. <laughs> Is she dead? I was getting it. I didn't know she was dead. <laughs> I have. I have no idea. <laughs> I see. When you said that, I, no I went, "Okay, cool." Idea, mate. You got to assume. <laughs> you, you, you just got to assume. Otherwise, how the fuck Absolutely, can we get out mate. of bed every day? I assume everyone's dead. Oh shit! That way, when I meet them, I'm pleasantly surprised. <laughs> or when you meet them, they realise that they are dead and can finally pass on. Oh shit! And that's why every meeting I have with someone starts with 12 minutes of crying and sobbing. <laughs> Thank God. You just have to wait till the end of that 12 minutes to figure out if it was a good or bad thing. <laughs> Yay, Karen. She has a triumphant moment um, because oh. Lachlan Munro's second guy Fucking, is uh, yeah. treating her as a booty call. And she has a moment where... <laughs> 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 humongulus, humongulus. 
um, <laughs> it treats Karen as a booty call, and yeah. through the advice from the Wayans, she decides not to be a booty call, and yeah. it's it's powerful. You know what? I don't think so. Excuse me. If you think I'm just a booty call, well, not. <laughs> and I deserve better than that. I'm tired of being your doormat. <laughs> Yay for her. Yeah. If only more women followed men's advice about chastity, then I really feel like we'd come a long way. Well, <laughs> you're being flippant there, Paul. It was an important lesson about valuing yourself. Self-respect always a good thing. Yeah. Unless you do, if, if, if you do want to be a booty call, then obviously go and be a booty call. Look, but, none of you need to sleep what? with any any sort of uh, simulacra of um yeah <laughs> fuck I forgot Lachlan Monroe yeah micro or macrocosm it doesn't matter just stay away yeah. from the Lachlan Monroe uh, bases okay respect yourself get them get the actual one if that's what you're after don't yeah start with for some a reason sort of little alternative yeah so, okay so when the reporter says that she keeps just getting asked out by losers yeah. Sean effectively expresses a, a, a sorrowful moment as he uh, begins to worry that he might not be good enough for this reporter and that was oh. it, good it was sincere that's good actually a line you used earlier uh, where Kevin McAllister's dad says reveals that yes he is broke that was part of oh, the yeah. plot that we mentioned oh, they're broke um, <laughs> do you remember and the sisters go what do you mean broke like like Martha Stewart broke or MC Hammer broke MC Hammer broke! Yeah, yeah his, his, his performance of that line is quite good. Yes. <laughs> when the girlfriends show up and are treated rudely by someone at the fashion show. Yeah. I say girlfriends. One, one girlfriend, one friend of girlfriend. Um, run for your wife style. They show up oh, yeah. and uh, somebody um, says something rude to them. And I think the, um, the girlfriend says, don't worry about that. They don't know how we do. And the friend says, no. They don't know how we do. No. And it's just the no <laughs> of sort of, yeah. They don't know. <laughs> Thanks, they don't mate. Know how we, You're right. They don't know how we do. That's right. <gasps> do they? <laughs> no. No, they don't. Okay. <laughs> Unless they saw... Oh, no, no. They don't know. No, no, they don't know. <laughs> Should never second guess myself. Not when they don't know what we do. <laughs> how we, how do we fuck? Shit. It's been a shit. Uh, <laughs> fucking best thing of the movie. Terry yeah. Crews was here. Yeah, absolutely. Did you know he was here? Oh, my God. You could hardly miss him. Yeah. And, yeah, he's he's almost always a delight, even when he's playing a sexual predator. Yeah. <laughs> and um, can't get the sweetness of the man out of there. Um, yeah. Even even in lines like... You know what they say. Once you go black, you're going to need a wheelchair. It's just <laughs> his delivery and how awful that line is. Yeah. yeah then, then they follow up by having an actual woman with a wheelchair show up, and it's like, huh, huh, huh. But, oh, okay. I missed I missed that first line, so I thought it was just a woman in a wheelchair showing up so they could wheel her, like push her away. Yeah. Well, I mean, you get the added bonus of being able to push a disabled person over, but yeah. For the most part, it's um yeah, it's just a great subversion of a line to make it more unwieldy, which I always mm. like. Yes. Uh, what else have we got? Oh, when he um when he talks about oysters, he said, "You ever had an oyster?" <laughs> Um, and he, he says something like, I, I, maybe I like them because I've got a really big tongue. And he shows off his big tongue and then really so, grossly licks the oyster. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty great. So, so I wrote uh, in detail how this, like the sequence of events here. He, he, he points out <laughs> the oyster is an aphrodisiac. Yeah. And then he like puts one up to, like holds one up to his mouth and laps at the sort of cusp. And, and, yeah. and then uh, goes, oops. And then daintily wipes his mouth. Yeah. Tongue's too big. And then, then oh, shows right. off how just wide the tongue is and then yeah goes back to lapping at love said that. cusp of oyster <laughs> fuck me um, incredible i really um, i really love when they go the reporter comes into his house and she's like uh, so he's pretending it's his house this is his home yeah and then she's like Sean hey who's that cut to a massive picture a massive <laughs> yeah. entirely impossible to pass off as a relative 
picture of Terry <laughs> Crews naked, yeah, <laughs> muscled up, smiling broadly, looking <laughs> looking at the uh, at the painting taker. Um, yeah, and it's just so hilariously awful, like awful, like the worst thing. You can't talk this away. It's so oppressive in the room that it was just yeah, it was very amusing. Yeah, and he has to then explain away that it's his personal trainer or something like that, and it was just yeah, yeah, it was funny. Yes, I appreciate that. Terry Crews off his tits was mm. was great. Yes. It, it made my heart hurt, but in in like a heart attack way. He he mm. he looked genuinely uncomfortable when he was sitting there and sweating and oh, just God. just just really shallow breaths yeah. and trying just trying to figure out where <laughs> he was. Ugh. But then his his dancing oh, was fucking perfect. It's just it was great. He was Bobby popping, body popping, and and, and um, Bobby popping, and Bobby. He was bo- he was uh, popping every Bobby in the room, <laughs> and um, he had a whistle and he was synchronizing his uh, his moves with little yes. blasts from the whistle. <laughs> I'm always happy to see Terry Crews dancing. It's a joy to see. Um, yes. Previous favorite was probably Sisters Are Doing It For Themselves in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, I okay. think this might pip it. This yeah. might be my new favorite Terry Crews dancing moment. Just by a pip of the whistle. It, <laughs> it, it, very, very similar, but also in, entirely different to Nick Frost's uh, <laughs> uh, Dancing From Space. Um, <laughs> also a whistle, Dancing In Time. But it's just it's not quite the same as Terry Crews, um, Muscles <laughs> Upon Muscles. Glistening in the disco light. <laughs> yeah, large um, man. And, and, and little Bobby moves, popping all the way to the bank. Everything you could hope for. Yes, and I, yeah, I also enjoyed him singing A Thousand Miles. How did you know? I love this song. Making my way downtown, walking fast, faces fast, and I'm homebound. Yes, good that, that was wonderful. That really made me laugh. Um, and it was great because it was sort of in spite of the rest of the film. Yeah. And Nell and I laughed and looked at each other and went, yeah, I wasn't expecting to laugh today. And, <laughs> and, and here we were laughing like a couple of twats. Fuck yeah. And it's all thanks death- to Terry Crews. And I really liked his death scene. His, like the way he acted that was, well, you know, de- his death scene where yeah, he got I mean, shot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. F- just physically and yeah, delivery was spot on. Neat. Good stuff. Well, yes. that's all we've got to say about yeah. white chicks in general. <laughs> what, what have the OG team got to say about this sort of thing? Oh my god, what about that OG team, though? Oh, oh. gee. Team, 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 team. So, team. over on Twitter, Stuart Watkinson, lovely guest of the show, oh. said, Terry Crews singing what A Thousand you? Miles by Vanessa Carlton. Yeah. Or almost everything Terry does in that film. And we agree, Stuart, yeah. we agree. Can't not agree with that. Not after we spent that amount of time talking about it. We agree on his thoughts on Stan the Man, and uh, we agree on his thoughts on Terry Crews. So thank you for that. Fuck yeah. Over to Facebook, Jen Blundell. Uh oh. Patreon. Trouble here. Patreon star, Jen Blundell. Bit of trouble here. Yeah, bit of trouble. Bit of uh, blood of trouble. What? what? Blood of trouble. Trouble Blundell. Jennifer (laughs) Trubdell, we call her. Jen (laughs) Trubdell says, Oh heck, I remember thinking this was hilarious as a kid, which probably doesn't bode well. I can't remember any of the details, but I guess my one good thing would be the happy memories of giggling at it with my sister. And who can say... who of you at home can say that you've had a lovely family memory around this film or any other film? None of you, only Jen Trubdell. So so you think about that. Check your privilege next time. Beloved patron Jen... John Trubdell. <laughs> John the Trouble Jen Blundell. And before you step to John Bloddell, you just remember this fucking, <laughs> the trouble you'll be in if you do. You you, you just remember <laughs> who's standing in a fucking way. All right. <laughs> Us. 
maybe. Finally, over to Patreon, Mark Reed, Mark the Trouble Reed, Mark Trubbed Reed, said, I tried watching it so I could offer an hilarious opinion for the podcast, which makes makes me love Mark Reed more than I love my own da. Uh, but, <laughs> he says, love da. but, he says, so hold uh, on with the love. Uh, After 15 minutes, I tapped out. Uh, so then a- I started watching Yorkshire YouTube sensation Rate My Takeaway. Rate My Takeaway. <laughs> so... I'm going to recommend that as a one better thing. And thank you for that, because there's undoubtedly a, a, a more wonderful, I mean, even from its, a more illustrious thing for us to be doing with our spare time. Even from its premise, it sounds superb, so I'll definitely be checking that out. It does. And especially if you say it like, rate my takeaway, <laughs> which, isn't, which isn't really a Yorkshire accent. It's and not, it's and not, yet I find it very fun. Rate my, rate my takeaway. Rate my takeaway. It was, it was the ma. I was saying ma like I was Brian Cox. Oh. Um Star of Red and Twenty Fifth oh, Hour. That Brian Cox. Rate my, rate my take, rate my, rate my His take away. Is a there million miles away. Thank you so much, Mark Reed, for for just fucking trying. You know, for fucking <laughs> trying oh to God. help us out you there. Some of white. Chick. That's more. God bless you. That's you. You are a fucking saint and never change. <laughs> but that's it for the one good. Thanks, one good team. <laughs> I'm tired. It's so, so tired, tired and it's it's really beautiful. Let's quickly do the one better thing for the love of God. The one better thing. Yeah, Christ. Okay, mine's nice, guys. Good uh, stuff. Mine's sorry to bother you. How can people find out about us? <laughs> fuck yeah. Watch watch those. They're really great. You can talk uh, a bit more. Can... Sorry, I was just joking. We've, we've we've probably spoken about nice guys before, but mm. it's 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 just it's really funny. It's it's a great great duo with Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. Yeah. Kind of uh, surprising um, seeing that, and then watching the film, you realise just how perfect the two are together. It's a, it's a cool little Shane Black crime mystery. And um, sorry to bother you is a fantastic Boots Riley film. Yeah, that has at its heart um, a black character who finds an advantageous way to make use of white identity, and it uh, is actually about that. And about uh, uh, labor relations <gasps> and race and just, yeah, everything. And it's really funny. It's got incredible performances from everyone in it, including a fun little cameo from Terry Crews. So, huh. yeah, I think Sorry to Bother You is just really excellent. And I highly recommend it. If you want to watch a Terry Crews movie that doesn't get him on the three-man list, Sorry to Bother You is a good one of those. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it's not getting him anywhere near that list. Fuck yeah, and that's where we like him, far away from us. <laughs> and Because we, we respect him. But... And lists that we cultivate. Speaking yeah. of things we cultivate, cultivate uh, that was the one better thing. The one better thing. How can people find out about one good team and the fans that we cultivate sometimes? When we oh my, oh my god, you insult can, them. If, if, if you want to cultivate <laughs> us, then the best way of doing that is an OGT pod at Twitter and Facebook. Um, hashtag cultivate. We're trying to get it, um, get it off the ground. <laughs> It is hard to when you're currently Very going unpopular. to war with all the like the really acerbic uh, anti-establishment yeah. ones going around at the moment. Well, considering a gardening um, blog is currently stealing all of our SEO, going with something that was one letter off of a gardening term was definitely um, we're definitely picking our enemies and we're going hard. We're going for dyslexic gardening fans. <laughs> and um... it's it too easy for too long. <laughs> Specifically, the ones that see a V and turn it upside down to an N. <laughs> but but um but whilst we're waiting for that to germinate uh oh we love you really we're great at gardening look oh. at this and i grow a cactus from a from a seed from your... over the course of the next 18 months <laughs> from your peen hole and uh <laughs> and that's it, you're the... like yeah yeah and you're like oh that's quite good yeah i can see that's turned out exactly how we wanted take that gardening fans <laughs> burn so for the rest of you um, who couldn't give a fuck about Uh-oh. sustaining Mother Earth, uh, yeah, all the thing. Gmail 
Patreon, Spotify, we've said the things about this before. It's a long run time, trying to save some time. <laughs> so I'm going to keep. I'm keep also on trying to vamping. save time, which I enjoy pointing out. That <laughs> which I'm is doing. why, <laughs> which is why I brush my teeth whilst having a shit. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. I'm poor shit. I'm brushing my teeth whilst having a shit. Fuck yeah! And remember, the one good thing about white chicks is Terry Crews. <laughs> <laughs>